What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. My name is Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards. I think you collect sports cards too. That's why you're tuning in. Tis the season. It is the holidays. Everyone's doing the shopping. I can't believe people who are still in the wild going to the mall. I said to my wife right before I hit record on this, you know what? If you told me that I couldn't shop online and I was required to go to the mall to buy gifts, I would send a group text message to everyone in the family and all the friends and say, hey, listen, you're not getting anything from me and I don't expect anything from you. Happy holidays and a happy new year to everyone. Also, happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. And thank you so much to our unofficial sponsor, which is the curated Christmas section on Disney+. Plus. We have watched Home Alone as a family. And believe me, I have watched Mickey once and Mickey twice upon a Christmas at least a hundred times in the last two to three weeks. I can recite everything verbatim on that script. Um, and I'm probably going to watch it a dozen more times here before today's over with. It is on loop, nonstop, Disney+. Plus. Shout out to the fine people. They support you, the collector of sports cards. Tis the season. I'm recording this like I record all the episodes here when I have a moment of time to breathe. Instead of sitting on my couch, looking on Instagram, checking out eBay listings, and doing the damn thing that we all do in the hobby, I've decided this is my moment in time where I can record my episode of Stacking Slabs podcast for all of the loyal listeners out there. So here you have it. This week, I had a sick kid, so I was managing through that. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I can have sickness invade the Stacking Slabs HQ when my teams are playing the way they are right now. I am recording this before the in-season championship, the finals between the Pacers and Lakers. It is a moment that I had that I could record. And win, lose, or draw, I just want to say, I'm so excited to be a Pacers fan. I was out at the hardware store in my Pacers gear, and everywhere I went, people wanted to talk to me about the Indiana Pacers. Boom, baby, to all you Pacers fans out there. It has been a while. We're going to cover more on just Fandom and fandom igniting just in real time and what that means for our collecting. And I'm going to be the case study here towards the end of the episode. I'm going to put out a public service announcement. Mail takes forever. It's the holidays. I've been waiting three weeks for cards. I sent on a package a week from a week ago and it just literally had to go from Indianapolis to Connecticut. And it took almost an entire week. Make sure that if you're sending stuff out, you're giving yourself some time. It is the holiday season and stuff just takes a while. Like I mentioned, this has been one of the most fun stretches for me as a sports fan. And it has ignited my collection. And we're going to dig into that. But I also want to say that one thing about our cards that I don't think gets enough coverage 
and I try to bring it up when I can, but is the utility value of those cards that have been in our collection. And when you have something that is happening to me now with a player and a player PC like Tyrese Halliburton, you got to shake shit up because it gets expensive. And I got kids, man. I got two kids. Got a new house. There's a lot of money going all around this the stack to keep the lights on at the Stacking Slabs headquarters. So I can't keep everything. So with that being said, I think I try to enjoy the time of spent in time owning certain. I think player PCs for me are the North Star. And I was taking a step back and I know there's been a lot of conversations around like the player PC pyramids that I believe Connell Collection on Instagram want to make sure he gets credit developed and has since been part of the collecting narrative. I think that's really good. I think we should have pyramids of our player PCs so that we can prioritize funds. We can prioritize uh, what ranks over what. And so when I think of, I did not stack rank them, but when I think of my player PCs right now, take a step back and just think of what's happening in my world. I have four. And is four too many? I don't know. I do know. I feel a little strapped. Um, and I think I've had more in the past, but I think four is a good number. So right now, my player PCs, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Roman Reigns, and Tyrese Halliburton. That is my four pack. There are middling areas of players that I really like or wrestlers that I really like that I collect, but sometimes you have to move those cards. I've got like Marvin Harrison stuff. I've got Cody Rhodes stuff. And I have a lot less rock stuff. But I think cards that you keep in your collection because you, you and then there's, so you got the middle, so you got the, the, the player PCs, the middling areas, and then you've got the cards that you keep in your collection because you like the card and you'd rather have the cash. And this is like, if you are into a certain parallel, if you buy a card because you, you, you just look at it and you're like, man, this card's cool. This player's cool, and this gives me nostalgia. Like, I'm going to buy this card. I'd rather have this in the cash, even though you know you're going to sell it down the road. That's like the third bucket. I think it's, it's been really freaking disruptive collecting a modern player and did not anticipate a modern player that is on the rise. So, like, entering uncharted territory entering a space I'm not used to, but I do know that you got to make moves and you got to take all the utility value you've had into consideration on certain cards that you've had in your collection and get rid of them when you can. And I talk about this a lot. It's like one of the underlying themes of the Stacking Sides podcast, because what I like to do is share exactly how I am operating as a collector to hopefully give someone out there some sort of uh, uh, confidence boost that getting rid of a card to get another card is not a crime. Um, selling cards is not a crime. Um, equity is in our PC and we need to take advantage of it. And what I do and what I did and what I mentioned, the box of cards that I sent away uh, to my good friend Chris at Volume Accumulation. Shout out my man Chris. Um, he is who I use to consign my cards. And I have talked about this a lot, but I consign my cards through a third party 
trusted source because the hobby, to me, the time I spend is, I don't want it to feel like work. I don't want to do the back and forth communications. I don't want to do the packaging stuff up individually and sending them out. I don't want to do the listing and the taking of the pictures of the cards. Some of you out there enjoy that and hats off to you. I hate it. I do. I would rather automate that experience. And that's what I do. Whenever I see a new card that looks really expensive that I want to buy, I buy it and I have to go to my PC and do the judgment day thing. So I sent out this box that took forever to get there because it's the holiday. And I have posted, or by the time this goes live, because these are going to be going live on Sunday, um, there is a box of cards that I set there that are going to be there that will help fund those player PCs, my North Star, that I have. Because that stuff is always active and always priority. So some of the cards that I have listed um, that are live now, uh, if you want to go take a peek, go take a peek. But there are cards that I got really great utility value of. And you know what? Uh, just like many people, when they have auctions running, they post their stuff in stories. Hey, everyone, take a look at this. Hey, everyone, take a look at this. This is my version of that, too. But I, you know what? I've got a podcast that I talk about collecting stuff. So I'm going to just share. You know what? Here are some cards that are listed right now. A card that I bought, I looked at the date, and I've had this card for over two years since I purchased this card. And let me tell you, I got really good utility value, but when you're talking about primary PCs, it does not fall into it for me. So you have the 2020 Tops Finest Red Refractor from The Rock, PSA 9 out of 5, first year finest, lowest number parallel of The Rock. He's given Baron Corbin the rock bottom from the first SmackDown on Fox. Um, it's the lowest parallel outside the Superfractor. That card? It's a great card. I wish I could keep it, but you know what? I've got other stuff I'm, I'm doing. The other card, it's a little sentimental. Purchased this card, graded it myself. 2020, out of 2020 Chronicles, Panini won The Rock, one of one, PSA 10. That's up there. And then maybe no one hotter right now in wrestling than the return of the Viper, Randy Orton. 2021 Topps Chrome, Randy Orton, one of one, Superfractor, PSA 9. All of those are listed. Check them out. But, you know, talking about cards that I have posted, I have thought a lot about, hey, what's the opportunity on a platform like Stacking Slabs to help elevate the conversation of cards that are available? And it's something I think about a lot. Like, we all run auctions. We all have things. But a lot of times, sometimes there's not great awareness built on those cards. So, uh, I don't know what that means for this show and your cards in general, but there might be an opportunity down the road, and that's why I'm mentioning my cards here. Did you enjoy the Gold Prism chat with Danny? Did you enjoy it? I know I did. What a good brother. What a great collector. Incredible cards were shown. He's got an awesome collection of Gold Prism. I saw incredible cards from you, the members of the hobby. I saw Mahomes Gold Prism next to a Mah rookie next to a Mahomes gold vinyl, saw a 2012 Brady, saw a Luca, and so many more. My goal is to use my content to get people in the hobby to share their cards. It's working. We've done, I think, 12 of these parallel episodes, and I have shared over a thousand cards. 
on my story. This is what it's all about, man. It's all about the cards, okay? There's all this other bullshit that's going on on a regular basis. Fighting, disputes, people arguing, people upset. You know what? This is the escape, man. This is where we're supposed to have fun. We're supposed to enjoy cards. And I love the Thursday curation. And thank you for sharing your cards. Because I, as a collector and of sports cards, I get to just see some of the best cards that this hobby has to offer in a curated fashion all aligned with one parallel. When I think about this show and the success of this show, to me, I think what's more important to me is stuff like that. It's stuff like, wow, I'm doing a show on Gold Prism and it has helped ignite the community to share their cards around Gold Prism. I don't give a shit about vanity volume metrics that don't matter at all. You know, creators and people in the space, they're chasing views, they're chasing downloads, they're chasing all of that. Those are transactional metrics. What is not a transactional metric are people like you who are coming in and listening to the damn podcast over and over. And while you're doing it, you're sharing your cards with the community. What matters is creating content that unites the community around something. And let me be very specific when I'm talking about community. I am not referencing to the hobby as a whole. It is so fucking generic and everyone does it. The hobby, the hobby, the hobby. It's like there are so many different slices of the hobby and quite frankly, 80% of it I can't relate with. I can't relate with people buying hot uh hot packs or whatever the hell we're calling them. I I can't relate with the gambling component, the the breaking all of this stuff, I know it helps provide different areas for a bunch of different people and we cast in the wide net, but I'm not a wide net caster. I'm a marketer by profession and I'm all about building resonance. I want to resonate with you and I know I can't resonate with everyone. And so I am talking specifically about the collector and this is who the show is for. We have cards that we keep in our collection that we love and tie to a bigger story. And those bigger story is chasing the PC. It is chasing the parallels and it's chasing the sets that make us feel a little something. And I love Danny's discussion on runs in the gold prism run. And I quite frankly align with him there. I think it's really important. And if I'm jumping into a new player today, which I'm not too far away with from that, I want to get as many gold prisms of that player as possible. And a rare and scarce parallel that sends shivers down all of our spines that I think deserves a dedicated episode on this platform is one for you, the finest simp. Okay, so we're listening. I mentioned finest, okay? Finest. What parallels are coming to your mind right now? I know there's a few that you're probably on the edge of your seat waiting to hear. What parallel is he going to say next? It is not the mosaic. Okay, the mosaic might get an episode because I know you love the mosaic. And also, I know the mosaic aligns with stuff that we see in Panini and the Black Finite. There's some parallels there. No pun or pun intended. But you know what we're talking about? We are talking about the finest gold X fractors out of 10. And I've owned several copies over the years. Um, it is honestly a void in my collection right now, but they are mesmerizing. And you know what? I decided to break my rule. I decided to break my rule, and I'm actually letting a Jacksonville Jaguars fan on the damn program. I got my man, PK32 Sports Cards, 
coming on, talking about the gold X-Fractor out of Top's finest. Beautiful cards. And I think as I go through this each week and say, what parallel are we going to put on next? This one is so damn cool. And they're so gorgeous. And they just make you feel a little something. And I said, we got to cover this. And my man PK, who's got a sick collection, is the dude to do it. So excited to unlock a new character. You're going to enjoy that episode because we're here to bring collector conversations to you. And so let's round this out by talking about the fact where I by no means want to make everything I say on here absolute. Like what I'm saying is what you have to do and you can't change and it's super rigid. It's not like sometimes we have to break our own rules when fandom and collecting collide. Let me repeat that. Sometimes we have to break our own rules when fandom and collecting collide. Let me review the tape on this a little bit. So I started a new PC at the beginning of this NBA season. That PC is Tyrese Halliburton. Admiration for Tyrese came based on his quotes, play, and just the culture shift that I saw going on with the Pacers. I wanted to get into basketball, and I thought a different avenue, a bunch of different avenues. Do I go 90s stuff? Do I collect Reggie Miller? Or do I just do something I don't do, really, and that's collect ultramodern? And that's where I landed. And I took a very methodical approach based on experience that I've gained, which I think is really important to start building a collection. And so instead of just buying Tyrese Halliburton cards, I've taken this approach where it is, I take my knowledge, know what types of cards I like, and I'm very methodical with the, with the approach because I don't feel like I'm getting something that I don't love and then ended up selling it down the the other interesting component, which I've gotten questions from people on this before, is what's it like collecting Tyrese Halliburton when he started rookie season off on a team that you're not a fan of? To be honest with you, from a cost savings perspective, I like it. Not saying I'm not buying Tyrese Halliburton's rookie cards, because I certainly am. And that's how I started off collecting him. I bought his courtside select gold. PSA 9, not the wave, not the bubble, disco stuff, the gold. Out of 10, the real deal, baby. I bought that via PWCC auction. It was the card that kicked off the collection. And then I bought his Galactic, PSA 10. Now, what I like about this is I don't feel obligated to just stick in the rookie lane because it gives me the, I'm a Pacers fan, so I'm a Pirates fan via the Pacers. So I want my collection to represent that. So although it's going to be less expensive, I feel like I don't feel obligated because there's less of a connection going after it. I'll say this right out of the gates. What's happened with Halliburton over the last month or so, I wasn't expecting. I knew he was a great player. I wasn't expecting him to be viewed as one of the best players. It's been so much fun to talk with Pacers fans who have been around through all of this. And certainly I have. It's been rough sledding, but now we're in a moment where we can really enjoy. Um, I was talking with vintage Pacers, Steve, who I believe is going to be on the Wax Museum podcast this week. When I'm very much looking forward to that conversation. But I was sharing with him how much nostalgia I have for the Pacers. And I think about the early days of collecting cards, and I think about being outside Market Square Arena when the Pacers were on the rise and you have cars 
honking horns because the Pacers were making noise in the playoffs for the first time. First time. The Indiana Pacers took over our hearts and minds as 90s kids growing up in Indianapolis. It was everything about Reggie Miller. Eight points, nine seconds, Spike Lee, Hicks first Knicks. There was a great supporting cast. But all of these moments and this magic put this team on the national stage. We haven't been on the national stage in quite some time, but damn it, we're here now. We've all run out of superlatives to describe Tyrese Halliburton and what he's done for our fandom as Pacers fans. When you think about it, to me, it doesn't get any better than that. I don't need to run through the stats or hype them up more than the national media has already done. We all know, if you watch basketball, this kid's special. We've been waiting for this moment for so long in Indianapolis, and I am so damn happy to be able to express my fandom of my team and this player through my collective. Yes, there's going to be adversity that I have to face. He is the new shiny object. He's the person all the influencers are going to want to talk about. Hell, I saw the copy of the card that I just mentioned, the select courtside gold. There was a BGS 9.5 on eBay that I reached out to before that auction went live. I reached out to the seller. He had the card listed at uh, $4,000. And I reached out to him based on the sales history, and there was no inclination of moving that. And that card just sat on eBay. Well, after the Bucks game, somebody decided to smash Ben on that card. And it was just a reminder. It was a reminder that these real-time moments in sports ignite irrational behavior. And that's what happens when we collect cards. I want to jump out of my skin collecting. It makes me want to jump just out of my skin with joy when I'm collecting a player that's doing such great things. It's the best. I was talking to my wife about it, talking to her about how much fun this is. And I said, honestly, it's somewhere I haven't been in a long time, or maybe ever since I've been back in the hobby. It's when you collect a player because you love the player and you're watching them on screen in real time do absolutely magical. It's really hard to forecast. It's really hard to predict. And that's why I think you just let your fandom take the wheel and take you to building out those collections that bring absolute joy to you and fill up your hearts and minds. I love collecting sports cards. If you're listening to this show, I think you like collecting sports cards too. I got my man PK talking about finest gold X-Fractors on the damn program this Friday before that episode goes live. I'm going to do the bat signal on my Instagram at Stacking Slabs. If you've got these cards, share them, man. It's better than all the other garbage that pollutes Instagram. It's about the cards. It's about the connection. It's about collecting. My name is Brett McGrath. I'm the host of this show. I collect sports cards, and I will talk to you soon. <laughs>